Ladies and gentlemen, welcome on out to another episode of Anime Chronicles. My name is Christian Ingram. I am one of your hosts, joined with my co-host today, Levi from Nerdflex. Look at them games. What's up, guys? <laughs> and joining us today, we have a very special guest. You might know him from his work as Davis on Digimon Adventure 2, or Rock Lee from Naruto, Naruto Shippuden, and Boruto, The Next Generation, Brian Donovan. How are when you said like that, that? It's, yeah, I'm going to give you some, I'm going to give you some 3D. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, yeah, that, was, that was for Levi and all his fans. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Rock Lee's, you know, really carrying. Um, yeah, what's happening, boys? Uh, nice to meet everybody and uh, your audience. Thanks for having me, you guys. I really appreciate it, man. It's super exciting. I appreciate you coming on. How how have you been doing during uh, quarantine? I know it's been crazy for everybody. <laughs> yeah, crazy for everybody, man. It's uh, Yeah, it's been nuts. I mean, I got two little boys, five and seven, and, and so you can imagine they're little rugrats and bam-bams and you know, one of them, uh, you know, one of them is, is if he's not like banging something or jumping something or, uh, you know, he's, he goes a little stir crazy, a little bit like me, I suspect when I was a kid, but, um, but yeah, it's awesome, man. I mean, you know, I got quality time with the boys and, and once, you know, I realized what was going on and how this was going to look for a few weeks, I was like, all right, let's commit. And, uh, so yeah, man, I've just been enjoying that time with them and my wife and, uh, you know, the, the industry shut down for the most part, um, but uh, now it's slowly picking things back up and a lot of people are recording from their home studios and stuff. So, um, you know, so some things are happening, but it's pretty slow still, man, and, and production is is still trying to figure out what, you know, what next, um, you know, especially on camera stuff because they're, you know, they got to figure out how, how to get insured and what right. if Lee gets sick in the middle of it and you know, so there, there's a lot, of, a lot of moving parts right now. A lot of, a lot of pieces they got to figure out. But, um, but yeah, man. I mean, I, I just committed. You know, if I don't think about finances and money, then it's all rosy. But <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's sad to the cons. You know, I was supposed to do this whole run this year of, uh, you know, Digimon 20th anniversary, and you know, I started getting those calls, and and you know, we're canceling the con, and and you know, it's it's tragic for everyone, especially people that enjoy the con life, and. And uh, the community, because, you know, it, it really put a dagger in that that whole world, you know, social distancing, what have you. And, and of course, no one knows what the future looks like. So, you know, it's it's that's tough, man. You know, I mean, about 15 of those uh, events and cons went away and um, there's still a couple pending for the, the late fall. But, you know, who knows? Um, and I also a speaker um, for some other stuff that I do for a documentary that I made and, and uh, the disability community. And so all those speaking gigs went away. Uh, yeah. So I mean, it's, it's, it's an interesting time to say the least. How about you guys? How's, uh, are you surviving? I mean, at least you can do these from the comfort of your own home. That's yeah. True, yeah. These are, these are what, what's saving me. Cause I'd go crazy. I mean, I'm still working, so I'm blessed, but oh, that is, that's great. Yeah. yeah. If I wasn't working, I, I would be going nuts right now. I, I'm not one of those people who can stay in the house 24 seven. Yeah, man. I, you know, me neither. I converted our garage. I mean, I, I just took on like a DIY and I went to Home Depot a couple of times and with my mask on and, and hit that hard because I need purpose and passion too, just like Rock Lee. <laughs> yeah, I, man. I'd go nuts. And unfortunately, I'm not, I'm not flex nerd over there. I can't do my a thousand pushups like Rock Lee, but, um, <laughs> but I can still hold my own in my 50s. So, uh, yeah, man, but I would go nuts. What do you do, Christian? What's your, what's your, what's your day gig? Day job is driving. So Oh yeah, man. I guess yeah, so you still 
I get to see places. I get to go places. Of course, you, I can't stop at gas stations anymore because half the time they won't let me in there. They're like, nah, only 10 people at a time. And I'm like, uh, uh-huh. ugh. Yeah, right, right, right. So. Yeah. Is what well, it is. Yeah, it is what it is. Well, and how did you guys come to the con world? Like, what was your introduction? It sounds to me like Christian years was Power Rangers back in the day. Uh, is that correct? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, this, this is what, like, got me to my first convention was, like, Power Rangers because I wanted to meet – I don't remember who, who I wanted to meet, but I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go there. And then I've been hooked ever since. Yeah, nice, man. And then what – did that lead into anime and stuff, or are you still a diehard Power Rangers guy? Um, I – some, it depends on the day. It's like one day I like Power Rangers more, and the next day it's like I like anime more. Right now it's like I like anime a lot more because Power Rangers is down here, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, where do video games fly into that little little sphere? I'm going to be real with you. I don't play many video games anymore. Oh, nice, dude. Me neither, man. Yeah, yeah. I, we're, 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 we're one of the very few, man. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Especially the cons now, man. I mean, the video games have taken over. It's uh, it's it's amazing, man. Um, it's a crazy world, and I've only done a few. I mean, I I didn't really pursue it at all for many years, and then um, I started getting a few trickles and people requesting um and stuff. But yeah, I haven't really even done that many. Oh man, the, the con scene's crazy, especially for like Naruto and Digimon fans, and with Digimon being in its what twentieth anniversary now. Like, yeah. if, if this COVID nineteen hadn't happened, you would have been like busy all the time with conventions. Yeah, no, it's true. I mean, like I said, I already had 15 lined up and more were coming in the fall. And and it's, uh, yeah, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> Are you going to try and do it again for next year, though, get back in those conferences? Yeah, I mean, there's, there's, there's some chit-chat about, like, just pushing the whole thing, you know, a, a year later. Um, and we already had some cons, you know, say, hey, would you, you know, if we did program it next year in the same fashion, would you be interested in you know, I said, yeah, of course, you know, I mean, depending on my schedule, but yeah, I mean, that's, I think that's a general idea. Just kind of push the whole thing down the, down the path. Um, and, uh, yeah, so it's, it's disappointing for sure. Um, but you know, hopefully if we can just kind of recreate everything, uh, next year, that'd be, you know, that'd be the way to go. And, you know, honestly, I mean, you know, you guys probably have seen, you know, I haven't really even done that many cons. Uh, in fact, I was introduced to cons. I mean, of course I knew they existed and I knew that world, um, I was just so busy doing other things. Uh, and then I shot a movie with Jeff Nimoy, who directed me in Digimon. And he did a film called Famous uh, at a live con, at Greek con, at Geek Con in uh, Madison, Wisconsin, uh, let me see, a year and a half ago. It'll be two years in September. And uh, so it was awesome. He did this 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 film, basically, uh, you know, a heightened character of himself being this kind of, you know, dried up voiceover actor, director, and and him getting back in the con scene. And then I play like a, a really dick version of myself. And, you know, <laughs> and we use, you know, we used all of, of the references of, you know, real entities, you know, like I did Digimon, I did Naruto because, you know, for production value, it just heightened it, but it also, um, it just saved him a ton of money just using the real properties. Cause, and we use our real names too, just cause it was just a lot easier. And the con was amazing and all the participants, uh, and the community was amazing. They they were extras. Some people had little parts in it. And it was really fun. And so that movie just came out um, on all the digital platforms and stuff. And and so that was really cool. And that was my introduction to, to cons, you know. And it was it was really fun. And I had a great time. And then, of course, you know, the Digimon uh, 20th anniversary came up. And so then they started, you know, booking and stuff. So, um, yeah, it was, it was a real bummer, really, for me. Because I was just, I was just tasting it, you know. And then, you know, gone. Just so, getting into it. 
Yeah, I was just getting into it, man. And it was, uh, you know, and, and, you know, as you guys know very well, because you're well-versed in the con universe, but, you know, they're blast, man. And it's a great community and it's a loyal community and, um, you know, and, and rabid fans. And, you know, you can't beat it. I mean, everyone being in the same place that loves the same stuff. And, yeah. and uh, you know, there's a real community to it that you don't, you know, it's it's hard to find that stuff. I mean, maybe churches, I suppose, and, you know, some other, you know, some other <laughs> hallelujahs, but... Uh, <laughs> Same thing. You know, you know. Yeah, 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 man. I mean, you know, we're all we're all praying to something. Yeah, <laughs> right. That's true. <laughs> yeah. I bet you kill it at the cons, though, man. Because I know the voice actors. I went to C two E two in Chicago, and Chris Savitt's line. He goes Vegeta. His line was bigger than a lot of the like Marvel movie actors. He had a four hour line, and oh, that really wow. shows how anime is like. I bet you would have a three-hour line yourself, man. Rock Lee's like one of the most iconic characters. Ah, well, I appreciate that, brother. I, you know, I mean, I've had a couple long lines for sure, but, you know, it just depends who's flanking you. I mean, you know, like I've won, I was over at Supernova in Australia and did a little tour there, and um, Eleven from Stranger Things was there, and holy crap, man. I mean, any, any, any like, ah, oh, look at my line, then I look over, and I kid you not, her line was probably a mile long it was it was incredible it was incredible yeah it was like a whole other level of of con line like you i mean you know whatever you've probably seen it the big comic cons with some of the you know ultra famous people but i mean that's how it was it was it was nuts man and she was only what was so crazy is they 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 brought her in for four hours you know and and uh you know for a lot of us we're there for the whole weekend and we participate in panels and stuff and right at that that level they, they you know they come in for four hours they churn out as many autographs as they can for you know whatever 150 bucks a pop and then they scoot off and but yeah it was she's like 12 years old that's insane like how is this little girl gonna be she's making bank right now oh my god dude i i would imagine she probably walked away from just the you know i did melbourne and the gold coast with her and I would imagine she walked away with a quarter mil from each con, you know. Uh, hey, Melbourne's on my bucket list, man. That place is good. Yeah, it's, it's really cool, man. It's a really cool city. My wife's from actually from Australia, from from Melbourne. So, oh, I've, wow. uh, yeah, so I've been to Australia quite a bit. But, um, but, yeah, it's amazing, man. But, yeah, you see the levels. I mean, you guys see it. You know, you see the levels and the tiers of, of popularity and, and fervor. And um, and it's cool to see that. And, and you just never know. I mean, to your point – like some people that you wouldn't necessarily expect or, or anime an anime property that's just, you know, you know, really hot at that moment in time, you know, will have, might have a longer line than a, maybe not a Chris Hemsworth, but certainly, you know, rival some of the more, you know, popular, like one, one girl was killing it. I, I'm totally blanking on her name. Jesus, even the show she was doing, you know, see, that's what my, that's my problem with having two little boys and kids. I'm blurry all the time, <laughs> but you know, she like, no one even knew her. And so, and there was some really pretty famous people there and, uh, and her line was, was massive. And I was like, who the blank is she? (laughs) (laughs) No one knew her. I mean, the fans knew her, of course, but you know, none of the other, you know, people that done like, you know, the WB shows and, you know, vampire diaries and all that stuff. No one knew her, man. And they're like, but you know, she had this hot game and. That's the anime world now, man. There's such a following for it. Your fan base isn't, I wouldn't say it's a niche market anymore. It's mainstream. It is definitely a mainstream market now. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, well, so as promised, NerdFlex, uh, talk to me, man. I'm going to ask the questions now. What's con life and how'd you get into it? Like, what was your introduction to this whole world? All right. So I was in the military. I was in the Navy. Uh, I'm from Podunktown, Indiana. So I didn't have Comic-Cons and stuff like that. So <laughs> when I was in the Navy, I got to go to my first con. 
And, uh, man, I'm a social butterfly. I'm really good at talking with people. So um, I ended up talking to the creator or the uh, lead character designer of the TV show Archer. Oh, yeah, so, man. Nice. Yeah, and uh, he ended up living in Virginia. Me and him ended up kicking it off. Then he ended up inviting me over for the Thanksgiving with his family. And he's just kind of my mentor, man, and took me on tour with him to Comic-Cons. And I oh, worked wow. for like four or five years. And then started my own thing, Con Life, where uh, I started doing Artist Alley and helping the up-and-coming artists. And now I'm a personal trainer, and I was like, man, it'd be really cool to bring training into the Comic-Con world. Because all those cosplayers, a lot of people that don't know about fitness but want to get into it. Yeah. So I started NerdFlex, and that's my new thing now. Dude, that's super cool, man. I love the I love the hybrid, you know, between the two. Because, uh, you know, as I think we all know, I mean, you know, uh, flexing is not the <laughs> – it's its own niche, right? I mean, you know, it's in the con world. It's, it's not exactly – you know, you're not walking around with a bunch of Arnold Schwarzeneggers, you know. Typically. Right, right. And so to introduce – Christian met was he uh, we had a con at um he came up to me man talking about wanting some uh, health goals for upcoming cosplay and that's yeah. what actually sparked the Nerdflex idea oh that's brilliant man no I think it's awesome man Bring, introducing health and fitness to that world is is key you know it's key I mean and honestly you know I mean I say that for that world but I mean in general I mean you know there's there's big problems in the world and you know, and, and you are what you eat, you are what you think, you are, you know, I mean, all those, you know, what, I mean, whatever, I could, I could slogan it up for, for the rest of the, you know. <laughs> but no, I mean, it's, it's true, right? And uh, you know it, uh, and, and I know it, and, um, you know, one of my dear friends is Tony Horton, you know, Tony Horton, P90X, and... Uh, P90X, yes, sir. Yeah, so, so he and I go way back, man, I mean, I mean... How do you know the P90X, what? what oh, my God, dude, I was in his wedding, I was, I was one of his... <laughs> Yeah, I was one of his. Uh, what do you call him? Bridesgrooms, groomsmen. Groomsmen. Yeah, I was. You were a bridesmaid at his wedding. That's yeah, I was a bridesmaid. Oh, dude, you should see me in a dress, man. This is. <laughs> I'm game. Yeah, yeah. No, so Tony and I, we go way back, and uh, but he, you know, he's got a great saying. He's like, you know, I. He's like, I don't even like working out. You know, I'm not a. I don't love working out. Like everybody thinks, I'm like this. You know, I love it. He goes, no, I work out so I can do the things I really want to do. You know, like ski and, you know, and, and it's and it's a great it's a great uh, way of thinking about it. You know, like I remember reading this article about Johnny Depp and Johnny Depp was, you know, smoking and drinking and, you know, just in crappy shape. And he had to get a trainer for one of his movies. And the trainer said, look, let me pose it this way. He goes, if your kids get hurt, you know, I mean, really hurt and you're somewhat remote, wouldn't you want to be able to pick them up and run a mile with them on your back to save their life? And he's like, <laughs> He's like, all right, man, I can sign up for that. You know what I mean? He's like, that's savage. That's a badass method to think. Yeah, about. right. But it's true. Yeah. It's like you know, we don't necessarily work out because you know we love working out. Some people do. I mean, you probably do, but I mean, a lot of people don't. But it's like yeah. it's what it, it's what it allows you. You know what I mean? Like I, you know, I want to be active with my boys, so I got to stay healthy. You know, like I'm an older dad. You know, and uh, you know, I hate working out. I mean, if you say go work out, I'm not. You know, I don't. I don't start frothing at the mouth. I'm like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Pre workout. Yeah, but uh, but I know that I want to be in my boys' lives. You know, as long as I can, and and uh, you know, be able to play with them and ride bikes with them, and and yeah, just man. you know, healthy lifestyle's yeah. good, man. I encourage yeah. you, whatever degree, just healthier is better. You know. Yeah, yeah, that's right, man. Well, good for do you. Do you realize how influential? I would say you're pretty iconic with Rock Lee in the workout world. Like, it's <clears> huge. Like. When I go to the gym, you see these big monsters wearing, like, Naruto Rock Lee shirts. He's truly an inspiration. Like, people quote him. And he's got, you know, he's got great quotes. He does, motivated. man. And it's, uh, it's cool, like, how I don't think a lot of VA actors know 
how influential they are in niche markets like the gym world or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, dude, maybe we can tour together when this all picks back up. Man, uh, anytime. I got you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll have, to, I'll have to hit the weights a little bit before, but, you know, maybe if I just wear uh, – maybe if I cosplay as Rock Lee, they'll be forgiving because he wasn't <laughs> – They won't even pay attention, man. They're just going to yeah. be losing their – take some big ankle weights off your legs and drop yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> brilliant. No, it's true, though. I mean, you know, I love Rock Lee and, and Davis from Digimon for that reason. I mean, you know, I, when I talk about both characters – you know, I, I really um, I feel very fortunate that I have played two iconic characters that are so influential in, in the in the sense that they're, they're inspiring, you know, and they believe in, you know, purpose and passion. But more importantly, determination, perseverance and all these things that, you know, you really got to work to. And, you know, and, and really, truly some of the most gratifying exchanges I've had with fans comes from a lot of them that struggled, you know, that a lot of them that were bullied. A lot of them that were, you know, kind of lost in high school or even grade school and, and um, you know, and, and they come up to me and they say, you know, Rock Lee got me through high school. Rock Lee got me, you know, and, um, you know, and I, and I think there's, yeah, it's really gratifying. I mean, to say the least, you know, I can't imagine really playing characters that I can't really subscribe to or I, I don't really give a shit about or, or, you know, they have some bad, horrible message, you know. But, I mean, forcing both those characters you know, as crazy and as bombastic as they both were, you know, there was a loyalty there, um, friendship. And again, those, those real big ones, you know, like just passion and perseverance and determination, you know, and oh, yeah. it goes a long way, man. And it gets a lot of people out of the pit, you know, and cause yeah. life's hard. People cling on to it, man. They, they, they need that inspiration sometimes, you know, that hope. And um, it yeah. doesn't have to come from something like it's an anime and they cling on to Rock Lee and he really does that character helps them get through a hard time or whatever they're going through. They yeah. Relate to it. Yeah. Well, that's right. You know, and I mean, just the, just the essence of Rock Lee, you know, I mean, I mean, you know, even, even the creator said, you know, he, he was, he was the goofiest one, but he was also his favorite to draw. And, and he originally drew Rock Lee to signify, you know, and represent weakness. And, and then because Rock Lee became so popular and he enjoyed drawing him so much, um, you know, I think it's, it's kind of brilliant because the Genesis was, you know, we all have handicaps, right? And, and, and disabilities. And, and I, I speak about this a lot too, because my documentary is about my little sister who had Down syndrome and, and a disability. And, and so I speak to it a lot. And I also like aligning my anime world with, you know, my speaker series with the, the disability, the differently abled community, because I think they both, the synergy there is so, I think, profound because we all start with these disabilities in life you know we don't ha all have this magic sauce for everything and and so like to remind people that they can work through those things you know just like rock lee and taijutsu and i mean i'm getting on my soapbox now but i mean but basically you know he had to work hard harder than everyone else right to, you know be at a level um he didn't have genjutsu he didn't have you know ninjutsu it's all he had was a taijutsu so yeah 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 and so those you know that's uh that turns me on and i can i can talk about that which is nice because you know, I'm not as well versed as a lot of, uh, you know, actors that are in this world and, and some gobble it up like super fans. And, and um, you know, my world has been a little broader and my career has been a little broader in that way. So I'm not but those things I can talk about, you know, um, just the character, of those care, you know, the character of those characters, if you will. <laughs> yeah. Um, they're great characters like Rock Lee, like that scene where he's uh in the hospital and he starts working out again. And the, the nurse is like, no, you can't do that. He's like, no, get away from me. That was like that hit me. Like when I first saw it. I'm like, oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's exactly right. You know, and, and just, you know, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, basically, you know, my sister, I mean, getting back to my sister, because, I, again, I really do enjoy the synergy. But, you know, my sister 
her whole life because she had this disability down syndrome and if you know for you, your audience or even you guys if you don't know it's basically a chromosomal condition and, and um you know and she had an extra chromosome basically a 47th chromosome and uh but you know her whole life she was told no 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 and my sister was you know she was a little rock lee you know <laughs> she was every time she heard no it made her it made her want to pursue it even more and harder and stronger and that's and that awesome. takes a certain kind of person um but it's it's brilliant to see and witness and it was also as as an as an actor awesome to play um you know because i think that's it because i mean look no matter how how silver spoon you got it you know life is hard man it's going to throw crap at you and, uh, you know, if you can't take those those punches and, and fall down and get back up, then, man, it's it's it, life is going to win. It's going to crush you, <laughs> you know, and a lot of people have it harder than others, um, you know, and I think in that way, you know, Davis, but certainly Rock Lee, you know, personified that, you know, more than when anyone really, certainly in the series, you know, um, you know, get back up. You can do it. Get back up. Work harder. You know? Yeah. You know, flex. flex That's right, man. Nerd Don't flex. give up. Don't ever give up. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Let's go back to like the beginning of your career. How did you get started in voice acting? Yeah, I mean, uh, it it takes it takes you back to the eighties, baby. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I went. I went to. uh, Yeah, how you You guys? I weren't even born yet, but I mean, I basically went to university in uh, in Cleveland, Ohio, John Carroll University, and and then they had a radio station. And I had done plays and musicals and stuff in high school. So I mean, I was already, I had already tasted, you know, performance and, and, um, and, you know, doing it even before that with my little sister and stuff. But when I got to college, they had a radio station. I was like, you know, a DJ sounded, you know, fun. And they allowed the students, if you went through a course, um, to be on this, you know, the radio station as DJ. And so that's what I did. I had a bunch of different shows and modern music and, um, and then when I came out here, when I was 23 in 1990, um, I thought that, you know, I could get into the business with my voice. I thought that was my best shot. And that's kind of what I did. I had spliced and diced a, you know, a tape of my work as a DJ and went around town with like 35 tapes and handed them to casting directors and agents. And then finally I got an agent that bit and said, all right, we'll give you, we'll give you a try, you know, as long as you go to an on-camera, you know, workshop so you can get those chops, you know, kind of lubed if you will and uh and i said yeah of course man i'll do whatever it takes and uh so that's kind of how it happened for me and then one of the tapes actually landed at a casting director a radio um casting director and and she said hey you know i got the tape and i always like giving people a chance and uh i got one line for a mcdonald's commercial you want to do it and i was like yeah you know <laughs> do you want to do it sure and then, you know, cut two. Um, and so that was like the beginning of my career. And then I started doing on-camera commercials and then that led to some television. And then in the late 90s, I think it was 98, uh, maybe maybe 97, 98, uh, that's when I was asked to do Flint the Time Detective, um, which is my first anime property, which is a really lesser known property. But um, but that was the introduction for me. Yeah. Getting um, your feet that, wet, man. What's that? Getting your feet wet. That's a good yeah, 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 yeah. Getting my feet wet and... Uh, you know, because it's a very uh, it's a very unnatural thing to do when you first start in anime. Because you know, as an actor, you're used to like you know getting in there, and it's really organic. And you know, but with anime, as you guys probably know, it's just you know you've heard enough people talk about it now. And but you know, it's like beep beep beep, and then you just gotta jump in on that imaginary fourth beat, and you gotta lip sync, and you gotta act, and you got you know, and then it's over. And it's like okay, let's cut, let's do another one. Okay, let's move on, whatever. But you know, it's all beep beep beep, and then you know. Um, 
which, you know, I, I suppose isn't that different than action, but, you know, but you're, you know, you're in a mic, you're in a little room. Um, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, so it's very different. And I think my years as a DJ really um, helped tremendously, you know, because I mean, I was used to working the mics so that that helped a lot. I can only imagine. And I know, I mean, there's plenty of stories where, you know, someone gets hired and they crash and burn, you know, and if the producers are patient, they'll, they'll let them work through it and, and get into it and, and, and find their way. But, you know, but a lot of people have gotten let go, you know, after the first episode, because they just can't, they just can't do it. You know, it's just a, it's just too unnatural and, and doesn't really work. So, but I got lucky because that same team essentially, uh, has carried, you know, was responsible for Digimon at Fox and then later on Naruto. And so having known the team and working with them from the Flint to time detective days, um, that was really what it took, you know, because I mean, like everything else, it's about relationships, 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 people, you know, you know, you know. And so because I've proved myself, uh, I guess, worthy enough on Flint, they asked me to audition for Davis and Digimon. And then um, and then I ended up getting Davis and then they were having trouble casting Rock Lee and Naruto because it was such a kind of wacky character. No contractions. I mean, so they needed someone that was really, you know, high energy, but also, you know, very um, stilted in the way he talked because he didn't contract it. You know, so he's a really, you know, they were really struggling and they said, hey, would you be interested? And so I went in the studio and and um, and, you know, threw some threw some spaghetti at the wall to see if something would stick. And we finally came up with something we all liked. And then they submitted it to Japan for final approval. And. And that's the rest is history. As you they crushed say. it, man. And you got the roll, dude. <laughs> you crushed it. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, I mean, and who knew? You know, I mean, no one knew at the time that it was going to be, you know, 12 years, 13 years later, and now Boruto. And, um, you know, it's it's nuts. I mean, it's it's turned into this crazy uh, phenomenon, you know. Um, and, you know, I don't think it's the hottest property out there anymore, obviously, because it's had such long legs, but it's. But it's certainly the longest legs. I mean, oh, like, you still a lot. They got video games that still come out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of stuff keeping it out there. You know. Yeah, no, it's true. It's true. It's uh, you know, and you know, and having been around for as long as it has, with as many episodes as it has, you know, there's a little something for everyone. But you know, you know as well as I do. I mean, there's some people that are you know like these absolute purists that only watch like the more obscure stuff or the harder to find stuff and they're like ew right you know naruto like you know it's you know because it's so accessible and because it, you know you know how that goes i mean it's like yeah, it's, it's some of that that's like, yeah, yeah. like people anywhere any kind of click any kind of group there's always those people yep yeah 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 i mean you know it's like a band right you know when you saw them when they were indian and garage and then all of a sudden they blew up and it's like oh you know, I don't, I don't listen to them anymore. You know, everyone else is listening to them. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, you know, it's, it's fun. I mean, you know, the fans, the fans that are fans are, you know, are, are as rabid as any other. And it's, it's awesome, man. I mean, it really is. It's incredible. Yeah. I mean, like just, just like to get those roles, like Davis and Rockley are both iconic, but like, let's talk about Digimon, the last adventure. If, if you can't talk about this, we can cut this part out. But The Last Adventure will be coming out soon. Will you be reprising your role as Davis in The Last Adventure or Last Evolution? Yeah, you know, man, there was a I, originally I was supposed to. In fact, I was supposed to speak at the the premiere, the Japanese version, um, right before the pandemic hit. Uh, and so that got canceled. And, you know, of course, the appearance got canceled. Um and then I had a really hard time uh, with the, the studio and it totally, uh, my, my home studio faltered. 
And because they were under such the gun to record, um, someone else did it. Also, I, I'm not, I don't do a lot of non, I don't, well, I don't do any non-union really, except, uh, except I did, uh, Rock Lee and Friends because, you know, it was, it was my baby. Um, but, you know, what, what I've really struggled with is, is non-union and union because the union's been so good to me for 30 years. And because so many of the properties are going non-union, I made a decision a long time ago not to do it because um, it's really uh, it really chisels away at the union. Um, so that's just a personal, a very, very personal um, take on it all, because right. you know, most most people do non-union but really all the shows have gone non-union so that's why i'm you know that's why i'm not as present as a lot of the anime actors and stuff and why i don't have a lot of properties because so many of them are non-union um that may change because i you know it's almost impossible now to to really be in the voiceover world without doing non-union i mean it's kind of heading that direction um so, you know, it's just a, a, something I have to decide for myself, but I've really struggled with it because, you know, I'm a union guy and, and it's been good to me and um, and I've been very fortunate. And both those properties, well, all three of them were union, um, but all these pickup projects that they're doing, um, they've decided to do non-union. So it's a real it's a real pickle for a lot of actors, I think, because, um, you know, puts in, it puts us in a in tough position, you know. Um, do, you, do you hold the line or do you, you know, do you, do you, do you go over um, so anyway, so that's a very long answer to your question, but it's probably why you won't see me. Okay. Uh, uh, unfortunately. Uh, and it's tough, man, especially with, you know, especially with these iconic characters, it, it breaks my heart a little bit. Cause you know, I want to reprise my role and do, do it. But you're the one who breathed life into them to the U S audience. It's like, that's what we think of. It's who we, it's the voice we hear, you know, right. Characters. Right, right, right. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, fortunately, I mean, for better or worse, uh, you know, someone is probably going to do my voice and, and, you know, there, there is a lot of incredible voice matches, matchers, and, uh, I'm not one of them. That's not my, my niche, my forte, but, um, but yeah, I mean, there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of voice actors like James Arnold Taylor, you know, he's, he's remarkable. And there's a, there's a bunch of them that, that can, you know, you give them 20 minutes to, to match a voice and, and they can do it. It's, it's remarkable. In wow. fact, James Arnold Taylor has this awesome this awesome uh, thing. I think you can find it on YouTube. It's like, look up James Arnold Taylor, 60 voices in 60 seconds. And he basically tells all these iconic voices in 60 seconds. And it's just a quick introduction. Like, you know, I'm Brian Donovan, you know, or whatever. Um, right. So he names them and he does their voice. And it's, 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 it's amazing. But yeah, I mean, that's his niche. And, you know, they'll find someone that can do like a, a caricaturation, you know, characterization of that's lame. I don't want that. <laughs> I don't want Rock Lee, man. I don't want that. Yeah, mimic yeah, me. Yeah. The nature of the beast, unfortunately, yeah. it's where it's all going. But um, but yeah, that's all right, man. I mean, look, I, I've had an incredible run, and I've been very fortunate. Um, and uh, you know, and even even here with you boys now, and and the fans I've met, you know, it's it's uh, you know, it's been a it's been a great it's been a great ride. You know, amazing. Hell yeah, man. Yeah, I'm. That's awesome. I mean, I wish you were returning as Davis, but I mean, I understand why not. But uh, what was your favorite scene to film that you like ever filmed? Like favorite? Uh, in anime? Uh, yeah, I would say, I mean, you know, the fight with Gara was so iconic, you know, and I mean, there was there was stuff in that. Like even when I was doing it, and it was pretty early on. I mean, you know, it was episode 40, 48, 49, 50, right. I think, you know, and and, um, you know, so we weren't even that deep into the series um but yeah i mean everyone knew it was something special uh you know when he dropped when i dropped those weights 
That's, that's yeah. crazy, man. Yeah. We had a, a fan question from Justin Gill in Norfolk, yeah. Virginia, that said, was the moment when Lee drops his weight, was it as legendary in the sound booth as it was on the show? <laughs> that's awesome, man. Yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, it was, you know. I mean, we, we knew, we all knew, like, this was, like, just so hardcore, man. And, you know, I remember watching it. Because often you preview, you know, what you're going to do um, before you actually record. You know, in other words, you don't do it blind. You know, the director and the editor and stuff, they'll show you the scene uh, or the next loop. And and so you kind of see what you have to do. You're looking for lip syncs and you're looking for all that stuff. And then they'll go back and then they'll do the beeps and then you record it. Um, and sometimes you got to watch, you know, something a couple of times because it's, you know, so much going on, especially with the fight scenes, you know, with the press and the efforts and like, ah, ah, you know, is his mouth closed, is it open? Um, and, you know, just because it's so, you know, involved and there's a lot going on. But man, I mean, just for fun, when he drops those weights, I remember we were just like, Wait, show that again, man. Show that again. And so we watched it like six, seven times. We're like, that is awesome. Holy shit. You know, it was one of those moments, you know, where we're like, this is, this is special. And yeah, not, damn right. Not to mention the fact that, you know, even the studio, you know, the, 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 the you know, the, the tuning exam, you know, with the big Buddha statue and like just visually it was stunning. And then, yeah, yeah. I mean, when those waves drop and, and then the reaction of everyone and, um, yeah, it was it was special, man, and it was it was you yeah. know because to me that's when Naruto when you realize Naruto had that power scale. Like, you didn't see anything like that until Lee opened the gates, was like teleporting Dragon Ball Z style, like yeah, yeah, yeah. We knew Naruto was going to a crazy direction after that. Yeah, no, I think that's right. I mean, I think it was bigger than Rock Lee. That's exactly right. I think as as the show and certainly as the audience when they started, you know, you know, watching it, and when we got to that point. Um, you know, it's almost like, you know, it's like, like Game of Thrones when they, when they killed, you know, Sean Bean's character, the first, the end of the first, you know, season, you're like, oh shit, like anything can happen to this, anything can happen to this. And it's kind of true, you know, it's one of those moments where it's just like, oh, okay, you know, like, like, this is awesome. Like, you know, no holds barred, you know, the parameters are broad and, and anything can happen. And, and that is, that's exciting. I mean, right. And anything we watch, it's exciting when you go, oh, Anything can happen, and that's that's what happened in the show. I think it was bigger than Rock Lee, and I think it's 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 probably you know for a long time it was fan favorites. Um, you know, it was always in the top ten you know fights in anime for years. Um, but I think you know again it's it was bigger than Rock Lee. You know, it was, it was just watching and 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 the audience recognized that this is a paradigm shift in the show where it's like okay, you know, this is you know we, we have so much more to go. You know, uh, and the line is is so much longer than we thought. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's a testament to how good the fight actually was because we're we're out of Naruto, we're out of Naruto Shippuden, we're in Boruto, but people are still talking about that fight from 50 episodes in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's exactly right. I mean, you know, like it's funny, just for fun, I made a print I'm trying to think if I have it here. Hold on, two seconds. All right. <laughs> oh, cool. But you know, I had a print made just for fun uh, of. The fight scene, because I was like, I was like, oh, you know, maybe, you know, because everyone talks about it, maybe I'll do it. And this puppy is like, like one of my, you know, what, where's my camera? You know, one of my, uh, you know, one of my hot properties um, because of how iconic the fight was. I mean, people still love it. And uh, so yeah, it kind of surprised me a little bit um, that that's, you know, when people scan my table, if you will, <laughs> to get Comic-Cons and all the cons. 
that was that was the one that really lit people up. And uh, yeah, yeah. Kick, man. I mean, it's and and it was really you know needless to say it was it's it's fun to be a part of something not only the show in 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 total but uh but you know something that iconic like that fight um that people know and love and and yeah i mean that's that's uh you know it's pretty cool really cool yeah that's dude that fight like it still gives me chills whenever i go back on netflix and watch it i'm just like god that's amazing but uh i watch it when i'm at the gym i was literally at the gym that's why i'm in my uh, tank top and shit is because i was literally watching a and v's of rockley and gar while i was just like getting it like that's yeah. motivate you man <laughs> well it does i mean it's you know it's this incredible arc and and um and you know i think what also makes it so profoundly uh powerful is is that you know he loses in the end you know and he's crushed and and then of course that storyline you know as we've already kind of alluded to with just his perseverance to to get back yeah holding the pose yeah i'm still going yeah exactly you know against all odds and then you know he comes uh, he comes back better stronger you know faster and uh yeah and he's a little drunk and fights even better who knows man rock lee's unpredictable (laughs) was that a fun scene to shoot when you get to play drunk rock lee oh dude i mean yeah i mean believe me i honestly i would say between the two you know i mean we knew how iconic you know the gara fight was going to be especially with the weights dropping and all that i mean but then yeah as far as the most fun i've ever had recording hands down that you know yeah that 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 fight it was was spectacular man i mean it was just so fun in so many ways and and uh you know the potion i mean the potion punch and they, they called it a million things and the funny the funny thing about that one was um is we had to record uh we had to record a broadcast version because they didn't want to say drunk uh you know on you know so whatever we had to call it the what was it called the the uh the, uh, the loopy fist right so oh, okay yeah 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 so it was the loopy fist so we had to change it for the broadcast, we had to do that a lot in the show, which was kind of silly because it'd be like, you know, whatever. I mean, the kids know what you know, the kids know what's going on. Yeah. But um, but yeah, we had to change that one. But yeah, it was awesome, and I and I really credit uh, Mary Elizabeth, um, you know, the iconic director for for that one because she wanted me a lot. You know, she encouraged me to go hog wild on it. And she's like, look, you're drunk, you know, <laughs> like, you know, just have, have fun. Why don't you really get into the role here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was really fun. You know, and the funny thing is, I don't even drink. So, uh, so for me, it was, it was really, you know, it was that much more fun because I was like, all right, what's, you know, what's, what's my idea of like a drunk, not only drunk, but an anime character who doesn't contract is often proper, you know, whatever. So it was this, like, uh, Jackie Chan, drunken, uh, the drunken master. Yeah, right? that's right. That's right. Man. Yeah, that's right. So yeah, I mean, it was, it was awesome. It was really, that, that was the most fun I've probably ever had in the booths, man. I mean, we just, we just had a blast and we laughed our asses off and, and uh what we were recording and um yeah it was it was it was really fun and that you know that's that's not i wouldn't say as iconic uh for the masses is the gara fight but pretty damn close you know i mean if anybody follows the show i mean those two always come up you know when he gets drunk he's about to get mean and nasty and it's gonna be awesome to watch (laughs) oh my god yeah. And just so ridiculous, you know, I mean, that, that was what's always so fun. Like, you know, those those were always my, you know, the most enjoyable records for me is when, you know, Rock Lee was just so overtly passionate about something or ridiculous or the drunk, you know, like yeah. uh, the loopy fist stuff. And um, yeah, because I mean, he was so, his character and recording this stuff was so expansive, you know, I mean, from these, again, it's almost like this, this, this effort to try to be this knight in shining armor and this very proper 
you know, virtuous, you know, and then to do these crazy passionate pleas of love or sadness, or, <laughs> you know, like they're crying with, you know, my guy and like that stuff was so fun. The power of youth. Yeah. I mean, my guy, I just can't. <laughs> you know, it was just, yeah, it was, I mean, that was a blast. Those were always really, really fun. So, um, yeah, I mean, you know, he's it it a great character, man. I mean, he's, he'll always have a place in my heart. My my phone saver is, you know, Rock Lee, my, you know, like my screen, whatever saver. And yeah, I mean, and you know, the the cool thing was I, I literally just like three months ago, let my boys who were five and seven, uh, watch that Gara fight uh, on YouTube. Um just three months ago. And so that was awesome, you know, seeing their reaction. And, and that's going to be a cool thing as a dad to let your kids see you acting in a, as an iconic anime scene. And they're probably like, Whoa! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was cool. That. It was super cool. I mean, you know, the five year old was kind of like, you know, like, what am I watching? You know, they had never seen any anime in general, let alone, you know, start in his five year old mind. Like, yeah. That was the introduction to anime was, you know, daddy fighting. And, uh, you know, of course they were so pissed when he lost, but you know, whatever. Uh, or when I lost, I should say. Life. <laughs> but everybody uh, was mad when he lost. Yeah, man. It was, it was, it was a tough one. You know, it's, um, you know, kind of like the game of Thrones ending, you know, you either loved it or hated it, but yeah, it's always tough to see, you know, the one you want, you know, lose. But again, I mean, what, what's nice is, it gave the the Rock Lee story arc a lot more weight going forward, right? You know, it's like oh yeah, you, he got character development. You knew what he was yeah. about when he started, when he was about that after that, especially training while injured, going yeah. on like it became a cool story arc for him. Yeah, yeah, super cool. I think the only fight that I really wanted to see Rock Lee in that we never got to see was him versus Neji. Ah, oh, dude, I know. I was, I was actually a little. I mean, I kind of kept jonesing for it, and I, in fact, I, I asked a few times. I was like. Are they ever gonna fight? Like, <laughs> and, well, um, Rock Lee won, man. Yeah, he won. Cause he's uh, alive. He's, in, yeah, he's, <laughs> he's still alive. <laughs> Rock Lee won the game of life, man. Yeah, yeah, I'm still alive. I had a kid. Yeah, who knew Rock Lee could have sex? Amazing. <laughs> Do we know who the mother is yet? Is it? No, oh, no one knows, dude. No one knows. Rock Lee's just getting around, man. He's a player. Yeah, I guess so. Well, if you guys, if anybody or your fans or your audience has seen uh, uh, any of the Rock Lee and Friends stuff, man. That oh, my God. That Sasuke fight was actually low-key pretty lit. Yeah, yeah. It was so wacky, man. But, yeah, when, when they get in, like, their little bikinis. <laughs> it's so warped, man. It's like, what? I When I was recording that, I was like, what is happening? Like, it was so wacky. Man, um, you know the Japanese love their bikini big booby girls. Like, that's oh, what yeah, happened in any anime at some point. Yep, 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 yep. Dirty, dirty birds. <laughs> uh, yeah, but that was, uh, yeah, yeah, Neji and, um, yeah, and, you know, 1010. I mean, you know, they're all, they're all, they're all, they have a fondness in my heart for sure, man. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, you, you grow up with them, so to speak. I mean, they're, you know, they've been a part of my life for, like, you know, as I said, I think I started that show in uh, 2007. So, you know, 13 years later. Yeah, it's nothing. What's that? So has it been that long, man? I'm getting old. Good lord. Ah, uh, dude, I could be your daddy, but otherwise, yeah, you're probably you're you're getting old. <laughs> we all are. That's yeah. the direction. Uh, that's the direction we all go. Oh man. Yeah. Unfortunately, everybody has to go uh, grow old. But I want I want to get back to that print that you had. Um. So I'll have a link down in the description to your PayPal. Will that will that be one of the prints they'll be able to purchase? 
Yeah, man. So I just have, I mean, if anybody wants to, um, yeah, I sent you the, the PayPal link and mm-hmm. for, for 25 bucks, you can have, uh, we just, yeah, just, just kind of tell me what you want. I mean, I, it's pretty easy. You can say, I want the Gara fight. <laughs> um, I want the, uh, this is kind of more of like, uh, you know, all the stuff I've, you know, a lot of the characters I've done from Jedex down to Peter Pan, to, you know, kind of all the characters I've done, Rock Lee and Naruto on there, or they can do the, uh, the Rock Lee print, uh, or the Davis from Digimon print. So it's just say Digimon, you know, Rock Lee, uh, variety or Gara fight. And, uh, you know, I'll send it away. Just make sure they include, uh, where I'm sending it and what they want me to say on it. I'm happy to do it. Uh, the 25 bucks each and it's just, uh, yeah. And I'll have them out, you know, I can have them out this week. Um, yeah. So, uh, but you know, I'm not a salesman, so, you know, whatever I say that, you know, take that all with a grain of salt. If, if it interests you or your fans and your audience, go for it. If not, uh, no big deal. And a hug and a kiss and I'll see you at a con, hopefully. <laughs> Levi, you good? I think he's frozen, dude. I think he's had too many Vitamix drinks or yeah. some protein powder. Yeah, dude. Yeah, he is. It's a good look for him though. Just like that. Yeah. Just standing there. <laughs> Oh man, I wonder if gotcha. his Skype messed up on him again. Oh well, but uh, yeah. Well, well, before we head on out, because we're heading, we're hitting about that time. But um, let's talk about some projects you're currently working on. I know you said you've been doing a few things during quarantine. Um, what 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 if like what what's, what are some projects that you have upcoming? Yeah, so as I mentioned, uh, Famous, which you know any any of your fans and audience would love this flick. It's on, uh, like I said, all the digital platforms. If you look. Uh, under fame-ish, so it's F-A-M-E uh, dash I-S-H, fame-ish, and it's got Jeff Nimoy, Lex Lang in it, um, John Fawn, uh, you know, you, you'll any anime and con fan will love it. It's the the whole movie takes place at a con. Um, it's a it's a blast. It just came out on May 12th, um, and I'm third on the billing, so I'm in it, and uh, it's really fun. And then I just shot. Um, I just shot a, a pilot, a television pilot with E.G. Daly um, of the Rugrats fame and uh, um, Tara Strong. Um, uh, Maurice uh, LaMarche is in it, too, who's uh, of the uh, Ren and Stimpy. And the, or, no, I'm sorry, not Ren and Stimpy. Um, uh, oh, my gosh. And whatever. I mean, his resume is so damn long. It's it's remarkable. So, yeah, that was really fun. And uh, And, yeah, I don't know what next. I mean, when all this clears up, We'll see. I mean, I have a few things um, that I'm I'm contemplating and I'm kind of mulling over. Um, but yeah, we'll see. I mean, again, I think the landscape is going to look so different going forward that we're all going to have to be a little creative about how and what's created and, and how we do it. Uh, and when we figure out that out, then, you know, I think things will start being produced again. But um, but yeah, so that's uh, that's kind of it. Um and, you know, I, everybody's doing the same thing. You know, no one knows what the future holds, unfortunately, right now. So, uh, yeah, so we'll kind of see. I mean, hopefully by year's end, you know, a vaccine will be kind of on the horizon and, and you know, everything can get to back to true normal. But until that time, you know, I don't I don't know what the cons are going to do. I don't know what these conventions are going to do at all, you know, with these masses of people. And, you know, as you know, it'd be impossible to social distance. And, I mean, some of them wear costumes and I guess you could toss a mask on anyway, but, yeah, I'm not really sure how that's going to happen. Um, I don't think anybody does at this point. So uh, we'll see. We'll see. But um, but hopefully, yeah, by this time next year, you know, this will be uh, a distant memory. 
Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully by, yeah, like this time next year, everything's back to normal. You're at conventions. Fans are able to see you. But I want to say thank you again for being on the show. This was amazing. You were so much fun to talk to. Um, make sure to go follow him on all the social medias. They're down in the description below. And again, if you want to print by him, PayPal link down below. Let him know what you want. And I guess the best way to do it is just say thank you, sir. Yeah, rock on, man. Thank you, Christian. I really appreciate it. And uh, I thank you for your time. And to all your audience, uh, yeah, man, it was a real pleasure, dude. And I hope to see you at a con uh, one day soon. Yeah, I, I, I hope so, too. Actually, I want to talk to you real quick after this about that. But yeah, we I guess we are out. All right, rock on. <laughs>